everybody and welcome to another episode of Adult ADHD slash that was ASD, my journey of self-discovery and co-occurring diagnoses. Welcome, hello, how are you all? Another episode is here, another day has passed, another sun has risen and is yet to set. So we're going to get this motherfucker nailed down before the sun does set because then I will be lazy because I have no circadian rhythm and when the sun goes down I like completely shut down until my second wind and then I can't sleep because of my second wind and then it's all a massive fucking shimozzle so no time like the present let's get going so um you may have noticed I have not yet got a new podcast oh I, I did look into it in my defense but I don't have any money and I live literally pay to pay so I got paid oh t minus one minute ago it's payday grandma if anyone has not seen that it's payday grandma video um i very highly recommend giving it a watch it is so funny now just to let you know my cats are very restless today so you may hear a few yowls or little meowsies but uh, we're gonna just keep on keep on going they do this really annoying game where it's like right come on it's time for you to go out so they've got their little harnesses because in australia well i don't know actually about australia but in melbourne and in my my like local council you have to have a bell on a cat if it's to go outside because of all the native flora no not the flora they're not worried a bell's not going to make any fucking difference to the flora to the local fauna the animals of the world so they have to wear a bell and mine if i put them in collars they have figured out in their own psycho little ways how to tear their fucking collars off from around their neck so I went through about 7,000 collars until I was like, that is it. <laughs> so now I have harnesses for them, but they hate being put in the harnesses. Once they're in it, they're fine. But it's like, then we play this game. It's like, they see me looking at the harness and I'm like, oh, buzzer, 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 buzzer. come give mommy a kissy, kissy, kissy. But they've clocked my eyes, clocking the harness. So they know what my game is and so then they run from me and then I'm like come on damn it and then I'm like fine you're not going out and then up they totter like mommy please can I go outside come on mommy please so I'm like okay fine go to grab them and then off they go like a rocket again and I'm like oh my god so we played this game of like cat and mouse chase where they love it because they get to role play being a mouse and I'm the fucking cat. But I've only got one arm at the moment because I'm in a sling. And do you know how hard it is to catch two cats and put them in harnesses to let them out with one arm? Oh my God. So it's a right little fucking palaver. Um, 
so we were in the middle of that game and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to spend all my day trying to catch you guys so you can go out. So I'm going to do the podcast and no doubt there'll be some yowling, moaning, groaning. I mean, she's already scratching the rug like, hello, I'm over here, please, mummy. It's me. All right. Anyway, I'm going to have a sip of tea. One second. Mmm. So I think the point I was saying was to start a new podcast, it costs more money. So then I'd be paying for two podcasts. And why would I pay for two podcasts when I can barely even keep one afloat? So I might just make this a new like series and make it series three. How exciting. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to get comfy now. And then we can actually get started. Ooh. Balancing act. One-armed. Lady, here we come. Okay, I'm ready to rock and roll. All right, what a day. First of all, I almost just got run over by a magpie, which I didn't actually ever foresee as something I had to worry about when walking down the street. Like, I know magpies can swoop and magpies... Magpies can... Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening in my brain? Um, Let's try that again. Magpies. I know magpies can swoop. And if it's baby season, then, yeah, they're like, you're fucking looking at my baby? And you're like, no. And they're like, you're fucking looking at my baby, aren't you? You motherfucker, you looking at my baby? I tell you what, you look at my baby one more time, I make mincemeat of your face. Like, that's what they're like. They're, I mean, I like to think I've got a very good relationship with my pies because I just stare them in the face and hope for the best because apparently it's like they love the eye contact they're the opposite of autistic actually <laughs> they love eye contact and they can recognize you so I'm always like staring them down like not blinking <laughs> trying to catch the eyes of every magpie in my area um but anyway this magpie did not swoop sorry I've just realized I forgot to take my medication today so I, I'm just going to have a little sip of roux. Uh, drugs on air. Oh, my God. Call the po-po. Okay. Sorry about that. <clears throat> anyway. So, yeah, I had to go get my flu jab this morning um, because I usually get it at school when I've been off school because I've had my shoulder reconstruction. So I had to... Go elsewhere to get my flu jab because I like to be properly ready for fighting fit for the upcoming potential flu. So that's what I went to do. And when I was walking back home, like, <laughs> honestly, I've never seen anything like it. This magpie shot out from this driveway that did go quite a bit back. Like, I had to have a look. So I was like, ha you cannot gain that sort of speed from a small little driveway where the house is, like, right in front of it. But it was, like, a full block of units, so the driveway was really long. Anyway, it shot out of this driveway, like... Honestly, it must have been going like 70 miles an hour. It was going 
so fast and I like stumbled backwards and it missed me by like I mean look I know five centimeters seems like quite a massive amount actually like you know when people are like oh my god you know it grazed my flesh it was a millimeter away it wasn't a millimeter it was five centimeters or so away from me but like it shot out and across the road and like off it went and I was like have you been held captive somewhere and this is your escape like why are you flying so fast it was like like the thunderbirds thing what do you call that thing that thunderbirds fly around in is it a plane is it a rocket I think it's a plane actually it doesn't I don't think it went that fast um it was like a fucking rocket like streamlined its wings weren't even flapping like it was just this slimline like a fucking shaped fast thing that just shot out and and I was like oh my god and it was at face height as well so I was like if this fucking had to hit me if this had set off a second later than it did or I was a second quicker than I was like it would have got me like in the side of the head I just had this vision of this magpie like burrowing into the side of my fucking skull by my like just above my ear and being stuck there and then being like <laughs> through it's like a beak that was inside my brain and me being like oh and then being rushed to hospital I mean on the plus side I'd get more time off work so I'm not ready to go back but on the negative side, I would, I mean, there might be some serious health complications. I mean, imagine going into emergency with a bird stuck in your skull. Because <laughs> like, I imagine um, a magpie's beak is quite sturdy. But my face is fucking sturdy too. So, I mean, heaven knows. I mean, I hope a magpie's reflexes are quick because if it's making a beeline right for my face I hope it could like get up and get me higher in the head or lower in the body rather than like smack bang in my face so I did really escape like a scary scary potential situation so here I am living to tell the tale it's like birds are just hounding me at the moment there seems to be bird issues happening everywhere all across my life like you know there was that issue with always being stabbed in the ear with the magpie that I just told you about but there's been a couple of others as well so I will share share I will share my bird stories with you another time because actually some of them are quite relevant to like my ASD experiences and symptoms so you know you've got that to look forward to which I'm sure you cannot wait to hear and um, I mean this was supposed to be a plug which I haven't started and um, to those people who have messaged I am aware I just I get a lot of social anxiety actually when it comes to messages like I used to love them like the ADHD side of me like used to love them and be like oh my god la, 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 sniffy sniff 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 um but then the more I got, the more pressure I started to feel. And then the more pressure I started to feel, the more overwhelmed I became. And then the more overwhelmed I became, the more anxious I became. And then it's like, 
a cyclical process, just going round and round and round and round and round. So it's like sometimes, like every day, I have to try to be like force myself, and I don't do it every day because a lot of the time I don't win against me. Um, but sometimes, you know, I've got to force myself. I'm like, Katie, you have to set aside some part of your day to text people back, please. Like, seriously, text people back. And these are like my friends and families. Like, you know, people who I have had fantastic connections with for months, years, decades. And I can't even get back to them in like a timely manner. So... When it comes to you guys out there who message me, like I really love knowing that I've got a message, but it does take a lot for me to go in and I don't know why I've got like such a fear. Do you know what, but like I do, like it's kind of, not a fear as such, but it's kind of like, I don't, because I don't know what I'm scared of. What am I anxious of? I think I'm anxious of if I open it and then I get distracted, then I've seen it then. And then it just looks like I haven't replied. And then that makes me really anxious that I'm letting people down. Or, you know, there's probably a part of me as well that's just waiting for the message. Who's like, oh my God, you're a fucking twat. <laughs> Get off the air. How have you got away with this for so long? Fuck off now. What are you? Who are you? Do not dampen and darken our doors ever again. So there's probably a bit of that in it too. Um, so I'm just a bit like, oh, do you know what I mean? Just a bit of a nervous kind of wreck sort of thing. Like, because I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah. So I do apologise for those people who who have messaged me within the past 12 months. <laughs> um, I do really wish I was better, but that's one of the things I am working on. And I just think whilst, I mean, I'm not working at the moment, I'm recovering from an operation, but whilst I am still working full time, I just... It's, I, I just like, I can't envisage myself getting any better at it. Um, so go back to work in like, well, in less than two weeks. So that little anxiety little snail has already started to creep its way up into my brain. So I'm kind of in a bit of a, uh, 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 kind of, uh, mood at the moment where I'm like Ugh. so hopefully you understand what all of that noise means um and sorry if you can hear the chair like constantly banging it's got like a tiny little crick in it um and when I sit in the position I sit in I like move my arms around well I am one armed at the moment so I move my arm around all over the place I'm like swinging my body around my hips are moving and gyrating and it makes this really annoying noise so um Yes, sorry if I haven't replied. That's why it's anxiety based. It's not that I don't care. It's not that I don't appreciate you. It's that I am absolutely riddled with anxiety. So I can't, like, I get too scared to even bring myself to look. So it's a me issue, obviously, not a you issue. And I'm really sorry. Um, we'll get there. 
we'll get there. All right, time for a sip of tea. Mm. All right. So, yes, my new um, Instagram is adult underscore ADHD underscore ASD underscore journey. My email address is still adult.adhd.journey at gmail.com and my Facebook is... I don't know if I've changed my Facebook, actually, so I'm not even going to give it to you. <laughs> Figure it out if you want to. Um, all right. Time to get... Oh, and actually, sorry, one last thing. Um, I did want to say as well, which should be... I, I'm guessing... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm guessing you're going to be like, oh, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Like, sorry, how fucking stupid do you think we are? But I would like to say that, just a reminder that this podcast is not a scientific journal it is not research based it is not based on fact it's just a podcast about me my experience my life and i'm not an expert in adhd i'm not an expert in asd i'm just a girl who has both so i just really wanted to make that clear um because i don't want people to take everything that i say as gospel because experience can completely vary person to person so like and also you know like with the terminologies like you, you know with let's take AST or autism for example I had said last week I was diagnosed with level one a like autism and that I had also known as Asperger syndrome and I know that some people really don't like the term Asperger syndrome and Aspie and things like that. And it really offends them. I also know people don't like, well, the levels either. Like level one, level two, level three, people don't like that either. And people who have level two, for example, can have Asperger syndrome because Asperger syndrome is a part of autism. But if you've got Asperger syndrome, your IQ is like regular or higher than your average human so you're either at the same kind of standing as them or you're higher up on the IQ side of things whereas with autism that people often think about when they hear about someone autistic um other forms of autism your IQ is often a lot lower and you have like a learning difficulty so I just like, no matter what I say or no matter what I call things, there's always going to be someone who isn't happy. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm just, I think the best way to go about this is to be like, you know what, I'm just going to use the terminology that I use about me because this is a podcast about me. And I'm really sorry if the terms offend anyone or piss anyone off. Like, that's obviously not my intention, but... If I start like stopping myself from saying particular things or changing things to not offend people, the podcast is going to actually end up being <laughs> so much shitter than it already is <laughs> because I'll be, I'll, I'll feel like I'm walking on eggshells and I'm going to feel like I can't be authentic and I can't be genuine. And, you know, one of the reasons why this podcast is so fucking shit uh, is because it's completely unscripted. I literally just press record and then I'm like, poo, off I go, watch out world. 
And uh, I don't want to lose that because that's basic, honestly, let's face it, that's the only thing I've actually got. <laughs> so I'm just going to be real to me. So if I do say something and you don't like my terminology, I am sorry. But it's not about you, it's about me. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. No, not bye. Oh my God, I'm only just beginning. 20 fucking minutes. What have I spoken about? Being run over by a bird and... That's about it. All right, so we're definitely going to get started now. Do, 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 All right, so we are going to talk about stuff. The breakdown, potentially. <laughs> Which fucking one? Honestly, ridiculous. But yes, remember, just take me with a pinch of salt because, again, I am, well, I was going to say I'm not a teacher, I am a teacher, but not a teacher of this. So, um, yeah, do do not, do not take me as fucking gospel. Like, <laughs> because uh, absolutely not. Half the time I talk on my arse, I feel like. Anyway, right, let's finally uh, get going. So I think the main kind of question, I suppose, or wondering people might have is how did I get to ASD, aka autism, aka Asperger's syndrome, how did I, how did I get to the point where I had a diagnosis, what, what happened, well let me tell you my friends, what did not happen, that is more to the point, um, loads of fucking stuff happened, um, I was a hot motherfucking mess, but without the hotness, <laughs> I was just a fucking mess, so, I had spoken last week, I think, about how um, overwhelmed I was, and then I thought it was okay, and then I realised I wasn't, and I was still really overwhelmed, and then I was like, uh, 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 uh. so I'm kind of going to talk about the inside the brain, um, what was going on inside there, and how we kind of, how I came to that crux and that part in my life where I was like, <laughs> I am ready to write my last will and fucking testament. Like, fuck this. I can't be fucking arsed with it all. And how I kind of got from there to the diagnosis. So, you know, um, everybody in life strives to get to a place, okay? Everyone's like, you know what? By the time I'm 30, I wanna be here. Or by the time, um, whatever, I want to be there. Or whatever. And, you know, we all strive to get there, wherever there is. And we work so hard and we try and we strive and we, we keep on going and we keep on, you know, we've got to get there, we've got to get there. And after I got diagnosed with ADHD, I was like so fucking close to there. And I was like, I have never been closer to there in my life. So I could see the destination. It was on the fucking horizon. It was fucking closer than the horizon. And, um, you know, obviously, um, after my diagnosis, I did have some bumps in the road, which were, you know, finding the right medication dose and medication, finding the right one for me. Having to deal with a lot of fuckwits as well, who were like, you're so obsessed with your diagnosis. Like, I'm fucking sorry that I am obsessed with my diagnosis. Sorry, I have just found out that I'm not a fucking alien who lives under a rock. Like, there are people exactly like me. 
So have you fucking ever had a self-realization like that? Or are you just too fucking boring to? Because I'm having a serious epiphany fucking couple of months. <laughs> and I have every right to be obsessed. But people don't understand that. People can't fathom that. People just hear you. And look, I get it. I do. If I... I'm talking to someone who's obsessed with something and it's all they talk about. It does get a bit stale. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. So my obsession with ADHD probably was very stale for a lot of people very, very quickly. But like when people bore me with their obsessions, even me, who we have since found out is autistic and lacks a very like basic social skills and understanding even I will be like smile or not even though inside I'm like fuck I'm so bored like you know often I will disengage or look at where I like and I'm inside my head I'm thinking about 70 other things but I'm smiling and nodding on the outside I would never be nasty enough to be like you're so boring uh, which I have had said to me so you know, I would never actually do that. So maybe this person needs to be assessed for autism, actually. <laughs> I might give him my sax number. <laughs> anyway, uh, total sidetrack. Anyway, so I went through that situation. I went through this really unhealthy cycle of dating some absolute fuckfaces who, look, that might sound bitter and twisty, but they were fuckfaces. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say everyone I dated wasn't, was, was lovely. Like, 90% of them gave me the ick, and I didn't like, I wasn't being true to myself, but it was like, ah, you know, something's better than nothing. Um, And we all know, for, for everyone out there who's been single, which is everybody at some point, but particularly people who have been single um, at some point over the past, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 years, um, it's, it's fucking hard. And with online dating, you just meet some right fucking characters and individuals. And sometimes you can get a bit desperate and you're like, oh, whatever, this will do for now. And it can be, whilst it's good for your self-esteem, very short term, because you're like, ooh, I've got a match, or ooh, this person likes me. It comes very clear and very apparent very quickly that a lot of people are, are just in it to, for themselves and just want to satisfy and feed their own egos and don't really care with what happens to you in the process. So, again, don't know how I got onto this. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, I've got ADHD uh, diagnosis and I was like, oh, juggling medication, druggling, druggling. Oh, that, that's a new word, druggling. Uh, but I wasn't on drugs. Actually, I was on drugs because I was juggling my medication. Okay, so I was juggling medication and men and women and donkeys <laughs> whatever um and it just wasn't working and then I was stuck and then I decided to be um what do you call it celibate and never date anyone ever again and just focus on me and then I was like there I got there right I was like I have arrived watch out fucking world Woo! How many people are living here? I have just got there. There is here. Population fucking one. It's just me. Hello, anybody else? Hello, hello. Oh no, I'm celibate and practicing a life alone. So I'm only here. So I got there. 
I finally got there. But guess what? People grow, people develop, people change. I got there and then I realized, ah, oh, I actually don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> now that I'm here, I realize I've actually got to be over there now. And then I'm like, fuck's sake, man. Do you know how long I have been striving to get here? Like, here is there. There is here. I am here. I am there. But now there and here is not what I need. I need a different there. I need a different here. I need that fucking here over there. And you're like, fuck my life. So it's like, you know, you never, do you ever fucking get there? That's what I want to know. Probably not. Because if you did get there, what's the point in life? Because you've, you've, you've nailed it, really. It's like when people are like, I want you to be perfect. And it's like, boring. If you're perfect, there's nothing exciting that's happening here because everything's in harmony. Like, who wants that? Anyway, I'm thirsty. I'm blabbing on. I need a sip of tea and I'm getting to the really big good bit at the bottom of the glass that all the honey's like stuck to the bottom. Hang on. Oh, do I pause it? Do you want to hear me glugging? Uh, probably not if you've got autism because you're probably going to stand the sound of like a liquid being glugged down someone's throat. Uh-huh. So sorry about that. Um, anyway, moving on. So, yes, I was living in harmony. I finally got there and then I realized there wasn't there anymore and I needed to go somewhere else. And, you know, I also at this time met my partner. And I hate the fucking word partner. Like, do, like ADHD is. Did you know that actually you can have a delay of up to 30%? So a delay in your executive functions, in your maturity, in like, yeah, a fucking delay of up to 30 fucking percent, which means you might be advanced in certain academic areas or whatever, but actually you're miles behind in your emotional development and your maturity development. Like, (laughs) it's really weird because people always think I'm older hopefully not because I look like a haggard old cow, but because I'm kind of a bit of an old soul and a bit of a wise, wise old witch, motherfuckers. A wise, a wise old witch from the West. <laughs> um, but also I'm super immature and I'm always so silly and stuff like that. Um, but it's finally starting to make sense to me. So anyway, um, I met my boyfriend and that's better yet. What I was trying to say is I don't like the word partner. I mean, I've always failed in relationships and I've never really had a boyfriend for longer than five minutes. So I actually like calling someone my boyfriend instead of calling them my partner. Like, and partner really confuses me because the first thing I think of when I hear the word partner is I'm like, oh my God, are you a lesbian? Are you gay? Are you straight? Like, I don't even know anything. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to know more information. Tell me, what are you? Not that it matters, but... I find it quite unclear, the word partner. You know, it's quite like mysterious. Oh my God, this chair's annoying me so much. Sorry, anyway. Um, so, yes, um, I met my boyfriend. And you know what? Like, when people tell stories about the past and they are in that mood where they're like nostalgic and they're like, oh my God, 
you know, I could sit here and say to you, e oh, when I met my boyfriend, oh my God, I was so happy. Oh, it was wonderful. And we're just like so in love and it was beautiful and everything was rosy and it was gorgeous and it was absolutely fantastic. But to be honest, I'd probably be lying to you. Sorry, I just can't get comfortable. As I said, I've got one arm, <laughs> so I can't like hodge myself up on chairs properly. So you're going to have to deal with me. Um, You know what? I should... Probably sitting in the armchair, actually, that the cats are in. Right, next time I'll do that um, and I'll bring the microphone over because it will stretch. Honest to goodness. So anyway, um, do, 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 do. yes, I could sit there here and lie and say that everything was fabulous, but actually everything wasn't fabulous. Like um, people with ADHD and people with autism often are like mega insane fucking geniuses when it comes to masking and pretending that everything is okay. And, you know, we often will become a person that we think people want to see and people want to have instead of just being true to ourselves, which is why we have so many fucking breakdowns a lot of the time because we cannot keep it up. It is exhausting. And, you know, like with say let's take an example of ASD like especially as a woman you know women watch and women learn and women copy um and men can do it too but you know like all the research suggests that the reason why there's so many more autistic and ADHD boys than there are girls is because girls are a lot better at masking and conforming and pulling the wool over people's eyes. So that's why I'm using women as an example. So, you know, we're masking all of the fucking time and we're living a lie. So when you're living a lie and you're constantly having to act and keep it up, like it becomes fucking exhausting because you're constantly like, oh, like on. It's like being on a movie set, but a hundred fucking percent of the time and you can't always fucking keep it up, you know? So it's absolutely exhausted. And this is where I am loathed to admit that the little fucking shit fuck who we call Captain Hindsight rears his fucking ugly little face. Like, I don't know about any of you, but when it comes to Captain Hindsight, I wish he would just go back to his fucking ship and leave me the fuck alone. Because I love having rose-tinted glasses and I love being able to think, oh my God, my boyfriend was so happy. Um, and then along comes Captain Hindsight and he's all like, ha Katie, you're wee lassie. Ha ha ha. How fucking wrong you were. You thought you were happy, but you're just a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're like, fuck, Captain Hindsight, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, all that work you did on yourself, on your self-discovering, all that shite. Like, if I, you, you, you're, you're not there yet. And I'm like, well, I, I'm aware I'm not there. Actually, I, I did get there, but my destination's changed. Captain Hindsight, thank you very much. So your services are not needed. Thank you. You may go home. And he's like, but were you ever really that happy, though? Were you actually? And I'm like, yes, I was. We were very happy. Ask my boyfriend. Yes, but... Were you really who you were supposed to be, her? Or were you playing the part and being someone else? And I'm like, if there's one thing, peoples, in this world that I love 
to do. It's to be right. I love being right. And you know what? I'm always right. I'm right about that. Ha! Point and curse proven. But you literally cannot win against Captain Hindsight. He's got this weird, annoying fucking power where it's like, damn you with your extra superhuman fucking strength. Like, fuck off, Captain Hindsight. (laughs) Go back to the fucking ship where you fucking, that you sail. And why are you never on that ship? Why are you always knocking at my fucking door and pissing me off? Like, please just go back to where thou came, Captain Hindsight. But the little fucker was right. Like, was I fully being myself at the beginning of the relationship? when we were really happy and the truth of the matter is no (laughs) after all that work and all that time and all that effort I'd put into myself I was still playing a part my Shakespeare hat was still on and what I've come to realize is that and it 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 can make it, it, it's quite a jarring thought and it's quite um like jarring (laughs) it's just quite like whoa in your face but I can't think of the vocabulary that I'm actually trying to find but you know something that I've come to realize in my life is that I have done things I have said things I have acted I have taken part in things um but I've done things I don't know how to respond to that oh all right, Siri, like, isn't Siri just like, honestly, oh, did you hear that? Like, nobody asked you, are you Captain Hindsight's brother, please? Way to get me. I mean, honestly, that was me trying to be very vulnerable and talk about something that's very difficult. And there we go, that snapped out of that. But a lot of the things I've done and consented to and yeah done have been because other people have wanted me to do it and I had this need to please and I didn't want people to hate me and I didn't want people to dislike me so I just went along with it and did what they wanted me to do thinking that it was what I wanted as well Um, and it's only on reflection looking back at my life I'm like actually I never wanted to I never wanted to do that and I never wanted to be in that situation but like by the time I realized it was too late and I was already like in the sticky situation or by the time you know I didn't want people to call me like a loser or a tease or a killjoy or, or whatever I was so scared of the retributions because um, I knew that would make me miserable so I would do the things that people wanted me to do. And look, obviously my relationship now is very different but actually I was still kind of doing that a bit. I was acting the way I thought he wanted me to act and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And like, what, what, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> why was I doing that? But I think that very much so was the was the Aspie in me, like, <laughs> who was kind of, you know, in my head, I've always had ADHD and I've had autism. And, you know, to give you an example and to do it in voice form, like, this is ADHD and this is autism. <laughs> 
So ADHD has always been the more dominant character. So poor little ASD over here hasn't really got a word in edgeways. Like she's always pushed out the fucking limelight because ADHD is like, I have arrived, it's me, everybody, look at me. I'm going to use you, I'm a puppet master. Do as I say, say as I do. You wanna get there, but why do you wanna get there? Cause look, there's something shiny over here. So, you know, you're constantly being ruled and governed <laughs> by ADHD, or I have always been. So, poor little ASD, she's kind of been there in the background, and every time ADHD has had to pause <gasps> for breath, she's like, pew, putting a little symptom here, a little symptom there, but it's always been masked and completely overshone and outshone by the ADHD part of my brain, and... After I managed to get my ADHD diagnosis and have my medication and properly, you know, got myself on the straight and narrow and managed the ADHD really well, that's when autism was like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> She's like, is anyone there? And then she realized, ah, oh, girl, you can go front and center of this stage. Because like a fabulous sedative is to a brain, ADHD medication was like to my ADHD. So my ADHD mellowed and was like, okay, oh, what beautiful harmony. I love this. It's wonderful. It's like being on a summer holiday all the time. So she was suddenly, um, you know, super tranquil, super chill, was less demanding and controlling and needing to take over everything all of the time. So ASD started to, you know, these parts of my personality that had always been there, but had always been like overpowered, started to come out more strongly. So she tried a few small things to begin with, like she was a bit scared, like she was gonna get fucking pummeled by ADHD. But then she soon realized, sorry, <clears throat> then she soon realized that actually, girl, you take center stage and you go for your life. So that's exactly what she did. And so when these symptoms of mine with the ASD like started to come out, and I'll go into them in, an in another podcast, um, it was kind of like... You know when you have a dream and someone's in your dream and you know who that person is but you can't quite put your finger on it, you can't quite remember who they are? That's what it was kind of like. It was like, oh, hiya, I know you, part of my personality. Like, I know you but you've always been there, I think. But like, oh, like I've never really noticed you before. Like, hi, how are you? How are you? Hello. So she started to take over. So I'm meeting my boyfriend. Um, my ADHD is not fully managed. So, you know, ASD and ADHD are sort of having, like, battling it out at times. ADHD side of me is super like, woo, whatever, hi, wee. Um, and also, like, the ASD side of me, when it was taking the stage, was a bit like, oh, my God. I thought I wanted to be on the front of the stage, but now I am, and I holy shit. Anxiety, social anxiety, who does he want me to be? It's time for me to mask, 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 mask. So I masked and masked and masked because that's what I thought was the right thing to do, which 
when I look back, really long-winded way of putting it, I was happy with my boyfriend at the start, but I wasn't genuine. So if you're happy and you're not genuine, can you be genuinely happy? <gasps> Ooh. But, you know, not fully because you're not being yourself. So a different side of me started to come out and he was like, who are you? And what the fuck have you done to Katie? Like, bring her back to me. You are like seriously fucking annoying. Like, be gone with you, woman. Like, who are you? Be gone, be gone, be gone. Um, so he really struggled. Sorry, I feel like just, I'm super just... So I do apologise um, for all of the rambling, but he couldn't understand it. So he thought this other person, he was like, yeah, who the fuck are you and what have you done with her? He thought I had literally had, I'd gone to sleep one night, a little alien had burrowed in. Maybe it was that fucking magpie, actually, who almost went into my brain. The magpie flew into my brain, spot my personality over, and I woke up one day and I was a totally different person. Except it wasn't like, you know, that severe. It happened like little pepperings, slowly, slowly, slowly over the course of however many months. Um, so he's like mourning this girl who actually, let's face it, never fucking existed because I was masking the shit out of life. Um, but also he had fallen for this wildly, massively ADHD sort of girl and he was super into that and loved that side of me because this girl was fun and crazy, had a personality, like, you know, um, so when she started to disappear, he was like, oh, without your dashing personality really who the fuck are you like oh sorry what else have you got going through there um and he very much didn't know what to do and I'm like no but it is me this is me like you've just fallen in love with like an illusion so that's not my fault. Well, it is my fault. Sorry. I gave you that illusion. Oops, lol. Sorry. <laughs> but love me for who I am, please. So we went through like a huge teething process um, because it's like I didn't know who I was and I didn't like little Aspie Katie, to be honest. Like she was really fucking annoying and really pedantic and I was angry and frustrated and irritable all the time like I just was so pissed off with the world because I didn't understand what was happening like I'd got there I'd fucking got there even though it wasn't where I needed to be anymore I had fucking got there where was my prize where was my golden cow like give me my golden cow right now where is my fucking prize I fucking got there do you know how many people strive to get there their whole fucking life even though they're now changed I still got there and then I, it was so disappointing when I got there and realized that's not where I actually needed to be I'd got it wrong <laughs> Captain fucking hindsight would have got it right no doubt the fucking wanker but like I was so disheartened and I didn't know what was happening and then that awful, nasty, conniving, fuckface little guy called Shame then started to burrow in and get into my brain because it was like, what, why have I wasted my whole life? What am I doing? Like, uh, am I any further forward? 
Now, this is where Captain Haynes said, hey, hey, how are you? This is where he can actually do good as well. He was like, here, hey, hi, I can't remember what accent I gave him before, so I'm just killing time. Um, yes, you're definitely further ahead because they're... You know, like, look what you've already discovered. And, well, <coughs> well then, like, you should be proud. And I've totally lost the accent and I've gone into something else. Um, so that made me realise, actually, thanks to Captain Hindsight, um, I actually have come somewhere. I just, I'm maybe not as far along as I thought I would be. Or life's not that simple. Life is complicated. It's, it's not that simple. So, um... But, you know, for a while, the shame had really set in and I couldn't talk to anyone about it. I felt like I couldn't do a podcast because I felt like I would be lying to everybody if I was just blabbing on about ADHD and not talking about this other side. And I wasn't ready to talk about it. And I felt like I couldn't talk to my boyfriend about it because, like... With ASD, it's a bit more tricky. There's a lot more of a stigma attached. Like ADHD, thankfully now, it's like shit hot. It's everywhere. People love to talk about it. It's quite sexy a diagnosis. But ASD is still very much like that. It's like the ugly sister. Like, you you know, Cinderella's fucking dog ugly sisters. <laughs> That's what ASD is. It's a dog ugly sister. And, and it, it, it shouldn't be which is probably, I suppose, the purpose of this podcast to show, actually, ha-ha, your stereotypes. I shall knock them down dead because, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's amazing. And um, just because someone is autistic, it doesn't mean, like, you know, am I the stereotype of autism? I would say no. (laughs) Something tells me uh, that's a no. So, um... I can't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> um, yes, so I was ashamed. There you go. I was ashamed. I didn't want to talk about it and I didn't talk to anyone about it and I was scared and I was. I had my head buried in the sand and I didn't know what to do. So then life became really shit because I was tired. I was tired of acting. I was tired of masking. ASD was growing stronger and stronger every day inside my head and she was like, you know, she'd got from this little thing, hello, my name is ASD, to being like, hello, my name is ASD and I'm going to be bigger and more prevalent in your brain and you just wait till I'm finished with you. <laughs> like the power had gone to her fucking head and she was a fucking nasty little cow (laughs) Um, and she sent my anxious anxiety riddle brain into an absolute tears I didn't know what was happening I didn't know what way was left what way was right where was up where was down who the fuck I was what was happening to me and I'd gone from having this huge like eureka moment and understanding of who I was after the ADHD assessment to then suddenly being like, who the fuck am I? <laughs> How am I here again? What did I do? God, what did I do to you, please? <laughs> Probably using your name in vain too many times. I'm sorry. Like, so, yes, I really didn't cover as much as I thought I would <laughs> in this episode. But I am going to stop it there. But um, I'm going to then next week continue with the breakdown. 
um, and kind of what happened next. So I hope that's okay. And sorry for all the rambling. And I will see you next time. Um, and yeah, that's it. Ciao for now, bitches.